This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I've personally never tried therapy, but I've heard from friends it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Waypoint to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Waypoint. ButcherBox makes it super easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty. And ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your front door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use code WP. Today's Gearbox Talk guest hails from the firearms industry. She's worked with brands you may know, such as Daniel Defense, and she hosts her own camp where she teaches kids and their parents to shoot. Let's just say Aaron Crooks knows her stuff, and she's back on Gearbox Talk. We're going to look at Aaron's EDC gear dump, her location of choice for conceal, why she rarely carries in a purse, which has a funny story with it, summertime concealment, and home storage to keep your little ones safe. Aaron's EDC advice is really applicable for guys and gals alike, and she has some specific advice for women who are just learning to carry. This could also be good for guys who are looking for gifts for that special someone in your life. Yes, we are talking about your mom or your wife, daughter, or sister, or whatever. Before I go on though, please just subscribe to the show. Every week I launch a new show with an incredible guest where we do gear dumps and discussions. Just a few weeks ago, the Tim Kennedy came on the show and dumped his gear bag. Now he didn't specifically have any advice for your mom, but she would like the show as well, so go ahead and have her subscribe too. Alright, back to today go out team member erica johnson is going to join me for this chat aaron's going to give some guidance on erica's first concealed carry purchase let's pull the trigger on this conversation this is gearbox talk with aaron crooks Crooks, welcome back to Gearbox Talk. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Good. 
I am glad to get you on here, and I've got the assistance from Erica Johnson today because she's got some questions that I wouldn't even know to ask in terms of female carry. But I'm excited to pick your brain on this. Um, I want to talk about the EDC items that, that you have. It's funny because we started talking about doing the show together, and you're like, I don't know what I would talk about. And then you're like, no, I have a gun, knife, flashlight case. Like You had everything. So I'm excited to hear about your EDC pocket dump first, and then we'll get into some of Erica's questions. But let's just talk about it first, starting with your firearm. What's your everyday carry? Okay, so typically my everyday carry is a Glock 43. Recently, I've switched to Glock 19. Um, there's something to be said. This is the 19. Uh, it's a full size, but compared to the, the gun that I shoot recreationally, this is a 17. You can carry a 19. It's not as easy to conceal as a 43, but this is going to carry 15 plus one rounds or your 43 um i believe it's six plus one there's just something to be said for um you know having a nine extra rounds having as much as many rounds as possible because if you're gonna have to use your gun it's just it's, it's nice to have extra yeah, yeah. oh that's <laughs> all right i'll either cut that out or it'll be funny um okay. All right, so that's got your firearm. I know you have a couple different holster options that you like. What, what are you using for your holsters? So for my 19, I'm testing out different things. Um, this is inside the waistband. I just got this one. Uh, this is a black point holster. It has these, how these clips are. I don't have to, it doesn't have to go on a belt. So I can actually, even though I do wear a belt every day, but I can put this inside on my pants and you can't see it behind the belt. Um, I always wear, I usually appendix carry like this, uh, depending on my clothes. I like to tuck in my shirts a lot. I will, if I have a jacket, I'll put it in my back because it definitely imprints for me. And that could be a female thing, just a lot easier, um, mm -hmm. on my back than on the front of me. So, but for my 43, I have, this is a G code holster. I believe I got this from my husband. Um, and I carry an extra mag pouch with it as well. That's because of the six rounds, at least right. I can have, um, an extra magazine to back up. That. Yeah. And I'll mention it while I'm thinking about it. If anybody wants a, a really deep discussion of the types of holsters, our episode with Mike Larson really goes into the, the different types of releases and different types of holsters. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. All right, Aaron, okay. what else is in your EDC? So I always have a knife. Um, and honestly, so as being a military spouse, I go on and off base a lot. I have an eight-year-old. I'm in the school um, a couple times a week. So if you guys don't know, you can't bring a gun onto base. So I don't always have a gun. And you don't even want to have a gun in your car and drive onto base because mm. you will get arrested. If you if they do a random check and they find a gun in your car, you're going you're gonna to get arrested. Um, so it's not even worth it. Luckily, I live by base. I can stop off at home if I remember. But there's been a few times going on, and I've had a heart attack. Like, oh my god, yeah. I need to turn around before I get on. So um, I don't always carry my gun, but I always carry a knife. This is just a blade tech. Um, I honestly use this at work because I have to open boxes all day. So that's how <laughs> I started carrying it. And now that I can't carry um, a gun on base, I make sure I always have my knife on me. It's small. It's easy to carry. I can put that in my pocket. Yeah, is the quick is the quick release on the back of that one or is it on the side? You flip that up pretty quick. It's on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I have one that's on the back too, which is actually really nice for how fast I can get to that versus on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the back is actually nicer because sometimes I'll have my finger on this side 
blocking yeah. it and I'm trying to press press that release with this side and then it won't open because I'm blocking yeah. it with my own finger. So yeah. Um, then besides that, I always have a flashlight. This is a Surefire. Um, I think they say this is the most underrated uh, everyday carry. Most people don't carry a flashlight. And I guess ever since I started hearing that, I started doing low lighting, low light shooting at work as mm. well. Um, I started carrying a flashlight and I always have one. And honestly, I always have. I just brought this because we always have this in my car. So I always have a headlamp. Oh, <laughs> you and Tim um, Kennedy, they, he pulled out the headlamp as well. He's the f first person I had seen to pull that out of his EDC. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if we, I usually have one in my backpack as well, and then I always have one in my middle console. Um, I always you know, have a headlamp until I need a headlamp, and then I don't have a right. headlamp anywhere. Right. Like I'm a mile in the woods, and I'm like, oh, I have to hike out of here. I guess I'm using my cell phone light. <laughs> yeah. I think it's nice to have a backup light too, just because uh, you know you run across a dead battery or something like that. Yeah, and some of the LED, well, the L I think all the LEDs, like you don't really get that warning of it looking low. It's just going to go out. Right. So it's just not, yeah, not going to turn on all of a sudden. Right, Erica, I'll hand it over to some of your more direct questions. Uh, since I think, Aaron, did we get through everything that you wanted to cover in your basic EDC? Yep. So that is my. That's what I have on me every day. So that is that's it. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm. I haven't purchased my handgun yet, um, but I've been doing a lot of research. You can ask Brad. I've been asking him a lot of questions, um, and I want to make sure that the one I buy is the one that I want. I want to do a lot of um, going to the range, this and that. Um, stock isn't – not a lot of handguns in stock lately, but um, – so I have oh. some questions. They're more beginner. Um, you said that you did the appendix carry and then the holster in the back. Is that what you prefer, um, how to carry, uh, how to conceal carry? Or I know like when I've been researching, people are talking about, um, on the thigh or like there's belly bands or even things you can attach to your bra. Like is, do you prefer the appendix and then in the, in the back? I prefer the appendix and a lot of people, um, so I feel like they'll say something negative about carrying the back just because it's a vulnerable spot for somebody mm -hmm. to come up behind you and take your gun. Um, and I practice drawing from concealment from the appendix carry more than I ever pra practice drawing from concealment from the back. Um, as a female, at least for me, I have really big hips, so it just doesn't, it, I can't carry on the side of my hip. I know a lot of guys at my work, um, I work at a gun range, everybody carries for the most part, everybody's carrying outside the waistband mm -hmm. um, at work, but a lot of guys will carry inside, but you guys tuck in your shirt so you can still see it and they all carry on their hip. I just can't do that. As far as a belly band, I, I've i tried those. The bra thing, um, I don't think I could do. The belly band, you just have to think of it as it's one step higher. So your shirt's yeah. got to come up this much higher. Your hand's got to come up this much higher to get your gun out of your holster. So, yeah. Um, you're still going to have to wear a loose shirt with a belly band. It's just like you are going to have to wear it. The one thing is you can tuck your shirt in. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess you had a belly band or something like that. And, but if you wear a loose shirt, you're over. Um, if you're going to appendix carry, it's not going to imprint for the most part. Yeah. If you have a contact gun. Yeah. The, um, the appendix is the one that seems like you would be able to get to it quicker than raising up your shirt or like, up your thigh or all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. What about uh, a purse? Do you use a purse? I know there's, I've heard some debates about 
putting one in your purse. Can you or can you not get to it quick enough? Uh, there's holsters for them. What What's your take on that? So I think it, it it's going to warrant whatever situation situation you're in. So if you're wearing a dress um, and you're not wearing a thigh holster like that and you want to put it in your purse, have a purse. I'm going to tell you I'm the most forgetful person in the world. And right after I got this, I can't even tell the story, but um, it's a great gun. I think it's made from gun or purses from gun toting mamas and it's got a holster inside and that's meant to fit a 43. So that's for a compact gun. Mm -hmm. um, and it's nice. It's a nice big purse. Like I could even double this as a diaper bag. Uh, but I went out to breakfast with my husband. We sat at the bar where you have to, have to hang your purse. All right. Put it underneath the uh -oh. hooks. I left without my purse. So not only did I leave my purse in the restaurant, I left my gun in the restaurant. Luckily, it took me five minutes, or maybe not shit, it might have took one minute. And I, we turned around, I went back and got my purse, and they already had it behind the counter. Um, never put it in my purse again after that. Yeah. That's always my concern with a bag, is that I would yeah. come home and forget it with the kids. Like, I, that's yeah. on your body, hard to forget about. In a bag, very easy. Like, it, yeah. like you said, you forgot the whole bag. But when you come Correct. home, you get in that routine of putting stuff down. And then especially if you have kids, it's just, I walk, I don't know about you all. I walk into total chaos when I come home. So, right. uh, you know, it's even when, even when you're out um, as a female, I don't know if you're going to go out to eat or you're going to go, you can't leave your purse on a table and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like you can't, your, your purse just always has to be on you. So it's, it just depends on the person. It's not for me. That's for sure. Yeah. How are you carrying your other not your other items? So like your gun, your knife, your flashlight. If you're not using a purse, like how are you putting? Well, are you? I do, I do carry a purse every day. Okay. Um, always in my pocket, unless I'm wearing pants without a pocket. Um, then it goes in my purse. My mm -hmm. flashlight's always in my purse. So okay. I do carry a normal big black purse. I have my wallet inside of that. Um, mm -hmm. Everything's loose in there. Never put a, a loose gun into a purse because, I mean, you just, you, you never know what's going to get in the way of that trigger. Um, yeah. So if you, you can just put a purse into, or put a gun into your purse, but it's going to have to be inside of a holster. That makes a lot of sense on the, on the purse. I, I was trying to think in my head, like, gosh, that's a lot of stuff. Like, how is she, how, where is she putting it all? Okay. Um, so that kind of leads me to my next question, I guess, um, with clothing, which you touched a little bit on it before, um, right now we're getting into a little bit of the winter, fall, like warmer months, but for tighter clothing or shorter clothing for summertime or even leggings or dresses, how are you concealing that way? Um, for dresses, which I, I really haven't gotten into, like a thigh holster or something, um, mm -hmm. that's something that I'll have to look into. I typically just don't. I'll just yeah. carry my knife with me um, on days like that. Because like I said, it's just I, I'm not responsible, honestly, enough with a purse to do that. But I think that's your best option. Yeah. Uh, or looking into those garter thigh type of holsters. Mm -hmm. But for like yoga pants and stuff, this is a controversial thing with some people, but this fits my 43. Um, so I can't show you with the 19 in it, but this is a sticky holster and they all, they all, there's all sorts of different brands that make these now, but the material on this is meant to stick to your skin and okay. your, 
and your clothes and it really does work like you can tuck it in appendix just like um just like just right inside so it fits inside there and the gun when you draw the gun out uh your holster stays in there i mean it so the thing about it that people don't like is it's not a t hard cover so when you stick your gun in there there's no you know trigger protection per se okay. but this is pretty thick this is pretty thick material you really can't pull your trigger from there but it's controversial you kind of have to decide how comfortable you are with that yeah i think mike larson uh and maybe even Wes robinson too in their episodes they recommended those i know mike larson did that. yeah mike larson definitely yeah. talked about them and and same thing that aaron said it is a situational thing mike for him i think he said he carries that if if it's a gym short situation and he can't put it in the yeah. drawstring and he's carrying a lightweight pistol he'll put his in his sticky um i have one that i use for the same same purpose um you know i i like mine but you know i i do agree it's not for everybody yeah i love mine it's more comfortable than having a uh like a hard kydex holster inside your waistband too yeah mm -hmm. yeah there's no forgiveness oh. in the kydex so there's certain times it's it's like it's so uncomfortable that you're not going to carry and that's the whole right. point of carrying is to have it with you so the the sticky holsters definitely make it more comfortable and which you'll actually carry right All right, I think that's all the questions that I had. So, so Aaron, I'm I'm curious. You know, I see um, a lot of self defense options that are uh, that are coming out, and a lot of this stuff is it's not some of it's not targeted at one one gender or another, um, and and this one is certainly not. But I'm kind of curious on your take of it uh, of the tactical pin. You know, a, a lot of I've seen a lot of guys uh, carrying these lately, um, and I'm curious from a female's perspective what you think of a tactical pin, if you know anybody that carries one, if you carry one, just kind of curious on a self-defense front of, of this kind of new EDC product that's getting hot. Yeah. Um, I, there's, I know a few people at work that carry them. I don't know that much about them, but if you, it, so if you don't have like a glass break on your flashlight or something like that, cause that, that tactical pin can double as something that you can strike somebody with, or you, you know, you never have a situation, I guess you get trapped in your car somebody else's car, whatever, and you need to use it as a glass break, and it's a lot smaller than a flashlight. Um, super easy to conceal, pen in your pocket. Um, so I don't, I actually, when I was, you were talking about those earlier, I kind of want to look more into that. But uh, I know a lot of people that prep for everything, and so that is their everyday carry. Like I just got my buddy's car the other day, and he had one of those pens, and his flashlight had a glass break on it, and I had something else, you know, up on the visor. So yeah, it's just... Yeah. 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 The, um, I, I, Gerber has a really cool tactical pin that I've seen. They're really the only one I've seen that, um, and, and familiar enough with to comment on, but theirs looks really nice. I mean, the, the difference between like a standard pin is it's made to be durable and strong enough to hit something with and, and hold up at least for a second blow. Unlike most pins that people carry. So just kind of curious. Yeah, no, I'm going to look into them. I kind of want to know if we should carry them in our store now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah those, look, those look pretty cool. They seem to be trendy. Um, I do. I just thought of one more question. Um, so I think the barrier to me, like the first thing that I have to figure out before I come home with a handgun is where I'm bringing it home to. Cause I have kids at home and I know you do too. Um, what are you using to store your, your handgun in when you come home to keep it away from, from little fingers and people that don't need to be touching? Yeah. So, we are, we have a huge safe in our living room. Um, 
obviously that's not really going to do you any good if you need your gun uh, in the middle of the night in your bedroom, whatever. So I, I just got this. Um, and this from Baltech. And I just set it up today. But you can, they make them biometric. Mine's not biometric, so I'm not showing my code. But. So say, do we get to see your code? <laughs> yeah, so, but it's nice. Uh, so you can fit. That's cool. You can fit my 19 fits. Uh, I'm pretty sure my 17 would even fit in here. Yeah, my 17 just barely fits in here. Has an organizer up top, so you can put put this in your car if you wanted, or I mean, um, take it with you. It comes with a wrist strap. I didn't put that on there, but um, it's just it's just extra safety. I I do talk to my kids about guns a lot. Um, mm -hmm. but I have a one and a half year old now. So it's like almost like I got to restart over my eight year, eight year old shoots a lot. And he has had a, a lot of introduction with guns and I've let him, um, he shot pistols before already and stuff like that. So luckily, um, we really drill that safety in over and over with him, but we still, we still lock our guns up when we come home. And so I just got this to check it out. Cause I guess I got sick of putting it in the safe every night. Like Here, do you remember how much that cost? Um, I think this is around 75 bucks. That's a good price. Um, the, yeah, yeah. I think the biometrics, maybe a hundred or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and to Erica's question, I'll give, um, just a, I really, I do like my safe. I, I was kind of telling you all in the, the show prep that sometimes it does not recognize my fingerprint, but, um, I think that was mostly user error and not putting it exactly where it needs to go. I'm, pretty consistent with it now. I, I was joking that it was nine times out of 10. So I had like a 90% chance, but I think, I think for the most part, I've got it, uh, figured out really well and I like it a lot. And what, a, another thing I like about it too, is it's a double decker. So I have two shelf spaces in it and I can have, I have two <laughs> firearms in mine, um, yeah. and, a, and a flashlight and like, it's got a lot of extra space. It is not that, comp you don't pack this around your car. This is made to, it's very heavy. It's the gun vault biometric safe. We'll, we'll drop a link to, to that one in there too. In case someone has, you know, you can put jewelry or whatever in it and it, it can mount to the table. It's, it's made to not be mobile. Right. And it, um, it also, one thing, another thing I like about it is that it can be plugged into a wall. So you aren't dependent on a nine volt battery. I change my right. nine volt battery out regularly just to make sure that that's not going to, um, default or like fault on me during when I'm trying to open it. But because where I have mine, I can't plug it in, but it's, it's a nice option too, for someone like Erica who wants to have it at home. You know, mine's close to a bed. I can get to it quickly, but it's also out of reach and it's also, um, inaccessible if they did find it. So. Yeah, that's cool. I want to check yours out. Um, I haven't seen those. I've only seen these vault tech ones, but that sounds really cool. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I know I, Mike even mentioned that he liked the gun vaults. Everybody I've talked to that's had one likes it. I recommend mine. My, my mom is just asking for one for her RV. And I said, you got, I, for me, I I've been really happy with it. They also like yours. I have the biometric scanner. You can also program it for a code, but you can also buy one. That's just a code, uh, not the biometric. So you're not paying for that extra technology too. So it's a good option to check out if you're in the market for that. I like yours for how compact and concealable it is like to throw in a car and know it's safe is nice. Um, that's, right. that's, that's pretty slick. All right, Aaron, this was awesome. I appreciate you coming on helping some of these new gun owners out there. I think there's going to be 8 million of them this year, which is crazy. I know you spend all day, every day talking to new gun owners. And when Eric and I were talking about doing a show for everyday carry for beginners and also uh, for her, you know, there's certain questions that are more relevant that I can't really help her with. Like if you should tuck a gun into your bra. 
I don't, I don't know. So (laughs) (laughs) the answer was no. Aaron said no. So thanks, Aaron. No, no, not for you. It wasn't for you. Some people might. Some people might. Thanks for coming on, though. This was great. Um, I I learned something from every time we do an EDC carry. This was no different, and I appreciate your time. All right. Well, thanks, Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, it was great talking to you. All right. Bye, you guys. Thank you, Aaron and Erica, for joining me for that discussion. Aaron Crooks is one of my favorite people I have met on this wild go-wild journey. And I've come to know her for a big heart with kids. Sometimes I forget just how much experience she has from working in retail and, and with these marketing campaigns on brands and teaching kids. She's got a ton of firearms knowledge, and I thought this was a great episode. If you're looking for any of the items we talked about, just a reminder, we put all the links from Gearbox Talks in the show notes. You can find the links to those products in the show notes. Click those. And what's cool is if you purchase any of this gear, we're going to donate a percentage of our revenue to Aaron's camp. So you can feel really good about purchasing from Aaron's advice because she's going to get a portion of that to be able to teach kids to hunt, shoot, fish, and camp. If this show was your jam, check out my shows with Tim Kennedy, Mike Larson, Wes Robinson. Those are really popular among the Gearbox Talk shows that we've done so far, and I think you would like those if you like this EDC gear dump. I don't have a favorite of those. They all do. They talk about different things, and they have different advice for people. So pick them over as you get some time because they all offer unique insights, and you get varied perspective from a variety of experts. If you have some questions for future EDC shows, drop those in the comments. I look at all the comments. My team browses through those as well. We're looking for feedback on the shows, on guests, maybe topics for future shows. Just let us know. Also, you can log this show on Go Wild and you can tag me directly and we can have a dialogue about what you thought of the show. All right, that's it for me today, though. I'm out. (laughs) 